take what's happening in education. Uh, right now, the last you know, recent years, there's a strong tendency to uh, require assessment of children and teachers so that you have to teach to tests and the test determines what happens to the child and what happens to the teacher. That's guaranteed to destroy any meaningful educational process. It means a teacher cannot be creative, imaginative, uh, pay attention to individual students' needs. Uh, the student can't pursue things that maybe some kid is interested in something, you can't do it because you've got to uh, memorize something for this test tomorrow. And the teacher's uh, future depends on it as well as the student's. Uh, these are all ways of, uh, you know, the people who are sitting in the offices, the bureaucrats and designing this, like you say, they're not evil people, but uh, they're working within a system of ideology and doctrines uh, which turns what they're doing into something extremely harmful. Uh, first of all, you don't have to assess people all the time. I mean, if a person's kind of doing their job, kids are getting along and things, it's fine, then go ahead. I mean, people don't have to be ranked in terms of some artificial, the, the assessment itself is completely artificial. It's not a ranking teachers in accordance with their ability to help develop children who'll reach their potential, explore their creative interests and so on. Those things, can't, you're not testing. So you're giving some kind of a rank, but it's a rank that's mostly meaningless. And the very ranking itself is harmful. It's turning us into individuals who try, who's devote our lives to achieving a rank, not into doing things that are valuable and important. It's, uh, it's highly destructive at the lower, at, you know, this is, say, elementary education, so you're training kids this way. And it's very harmful. I could see with my own children. When my own kids were in, elementary school at a, you know, what's called a good school, you know, good quality suburban school. Uh, by the time they were in third grade, they were dividing up their friends into dumb and smart. Uh, you're dumb if you're lower tracked, you're smart if you're upper tracked. I mean, think what that does to the children. Doesn't matter where they're tracked. I mean, the children who take it seriously, like we could kind of, you know, help them not take it seriously. But uh, if you're caught up in that, it's just extremely harmful. And it has nothing to do with education. Education is uh, uh, developing your own potential and creativity. I mean, maybe you're not going to do well in school and you'll do great in art. That's fine. You know, what's, what's wrong with that? It's uh, another way to be a, a live a fulfilling, uh, a wonderful life. And uh, one that's significant for other people as well as yourself. Uh, people and uh, but so the, the whole idea is, is first of all wrong in itself and it's harming the it's creating a kind of it's kind of a system of creating something that's called economic man. There's a concept of economic man, which is you know economics literature and so on. And an economic man is somebody who rationally calculates how to improve his own status, and status means basically wealth. So you rationally calculate uh, how, what kinds of choices you should make to increase your wealth, and you don't pay any attention to anything else, and, or maybe maximize the number of goods you have, because that's what you can measure. Those are things you can measure, so those we, 
that, and if you do that properly, you know, you're kind of a rational person making informed judgments. You can improve your, what's called your human capital, you know, what you can sell on the market. Uh, what kind of a human being is that? I mean, is that the kind of hum human being you want to create? And the, uh, all of these mechanisms that you're describing, like, uh, you know, testing, assessing, evaluating, measuring, they force people to have to develop those characteristics. The ones who don't do it are uh, considered maybe behavior problems or uh, some some other deviants. Maybe something goes wrong, then they drop out and maybe try to survive on drugs or something. That's uh, or take if it's in Mexico, they become what are called illegal immigrants because you've driven them off the land. Uh, that's uh, these things have. These ideas and concepts have consequences, and it's not just that they're ideas. There are huge industries devoted to trying to instill them. Uh, the public relations industry, advertising and marketing and so on, it's a huge industry. It's maybe a sixth of uh, gross domestic product, and it's a propaganda industry. It's a propaganda industry designed to create a certain type of human being. The one who can maximize consumption and can disregard uh, the, his actions on others. Uh, it's massive. It starts with uh, uh, infants. You know? In fact, there was a, I remember a study recently which made some publicity about uh, advertisers discovered, you know, realized that there's a segment of the population that they're not reaching. You have to reach everyone. But there was a segment they weren't reaching, children. Uh, because children don't have incomes. So the advertisers had sort of not targeted them, but some smart guy realized uh, that you can get the children to be consumers by inducing them to nag their parents. So a branch of psychology developed, literally in the universities, in applied psychology, psychology of nagging. How you can nag this way if you want that thing, and you can nag the other way if you don't want the other, and so on. And you take a look at um, I remember watching television with my little, my grandchildren when they were little. They're deluged with uh, propaganda that tells them you've got to have this, uh, you know, four hundred dollar uh, mechanical uh, something or other. So make your get your parents to do it. You know, uh, get them to understand that you're just not going to you're going to be miserable and your friends will hate you and your life won't be worthwhile unless you get this thing. That's what our culture is designed to do, and it's a huge industry. Actually, in the early days, back in the 1920s, it was called propaganda. Uh, the major text of the PR industry by one of its gurus, Edward Bernays, back in the 20s, was called propaganda. And that's what it was. We don't call it that anymore. The word propaganda has a kind of a bad connotation, so it's called, I don't know what. Uh, but but it's exactly the same thing.